0: Praise the Lord. Welcome to the house of the Lord this morning on this beautiful, warm uh, Sunday. It's cool in here right now, and I'm excited about being in His presence this morning. Let's stand. Let's take this opportunity, as we always do, and don't pass up this opportunity to thank Him uh, for another chance Another time in his house to touch him, to receive a word from him, to draw closer to him. And uh, I just want to take this opportunity. Let's just praise him in the way that you praise him and thank him for this opportunity today. Lord, we praise you. We worship you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We exalt you, Lord. We extol you. We adore you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, for this day. It's a new day, Lord, in your house This is the day that you have made, Lord. We want to rejoice and be glad in it, Lord. We we praise you. Lord, we ask that you give us understanding and give us knowledge, give us wisdom today, Lord. We ask that you touch the other Sunday school classes today, touch youth today, touch the children classes today, Lord. Touch all of our teachers today. Speak to us, Lord, and we're going to thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's just give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now. Amen. 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 You may be seated. I want to teach from a passage that I've taught from before or read from before uh, and just take us a different little route this morning. Ephesians 6 and I'll begin reading at verse 10. A few verses I'll read here. The Bible says finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of Of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And I want to teach on this uh, thought this morning remain firm remain firm. I don't know if you've ever or if anybody in here has ever been to a good fight or not. In fact, I'm not even real sure if there's a such thing as a good fight. Um, But if you've ever been to a fight or seen a fight, a boxing or UFC or anything like that, you hear a few things that are screamed out to the fighters, Um, like keep your hands up or Keep your guard up. And those words are usually coming from the coach that's in the corner of the ring. And he's there to remind uh, his champion or remind his fighter of what we all so easily forget sometimes. And that's to keep up our guard or keep our guard up. A fighter cannot just fight, but he must also learn to protect himself. Amen? Because if he's not careful, he'll get so caught up in the fighting that he forgets to protect himself from the fatal blows of you know, his opponent at that time or their opponent at that time. It's when the fighter usually loses his head that he loses his head. Uh, his opponent is counting on him to fight in anger. Or fight in fear because then he forgets to keep his guard up. And that can be re- just uh, related in today's time and into our relationship with Jesus Christ today and facing the enemy today that if we allow ourselves to fight in our emotions, such as fear, or, uh, such as other things that we deal with, sometimes it will cause us to forget about putting our guard up. And that's when the enemy can come in with a fatal blow. We're in a spiritual battle today and we must armor up each and every day. Believe it or not, that's called our guard. That's called putting our guard up. We must keep it on and keep it on. We can't afford to take it off. We can't afford uh, to leave the house without it. In this day and time. We're, we're reminded here in this passage this morning. Uh, a scripture that sometimes we forget. That no weapon formed against us will prosper. Whatever battle you are facing today. Whatever battle I am facing today. One thing is this. You and I must remain firm. Uh, most of us this morning know of several states. Uh, who have the stand-your-ground law, which gives us or gives a person the right by which a person may defend themselves against threats or even perceived threats, even to the point of lethal force, regardless of whether safely retreating from the situation might have been possible. Such a law typically states that an individual has no duty to retreat from any place where they have a lawful right to be. The enemy this morning is trying to fight you and I off of our ground and off of our promises. And he's after our ground. He's after our promises. He's after our life and after our relationship with the Lord. And when the Bible says this, neither, neither give place to the devil, it means give up nothing to the devil. It's telling us to remain firm. And I want to tell somebody this morning, if you already don't know, the devil is after your territory, and he's after my territory, and he's after what is rightfully ours and what belongs to us this morning. But today and this morning in our Sunday school class, I would like to look at what God wants uh, to say to us about remaining firm and standing firm. You see, God has brought us to this point in our lives so that we can increase in His knowledge, not our knowledge, but in His knowledge of Him and His plan for our lives so that our relationship can grow closer to Him. Anybody want to grow closer to God? So to turn back now or retreat or admit defeat is turning our backs on the work that God is doing in us and through us today. Amen? That's why God gives us the strength, and He does. He gives us the strength to stand firm. God wants us to live a victorious life even in the midst of, of trouble and adversity. No matter the circumstance, he wants us to be victorious. And the key is to draw closer to him and to walk daily with him because Jesus gives us joy in our sorrow and he gives us peace in our pain. And he wants us to win the struggles that we face today and He wants us to work together and to help one another remain firm in the church and in our relationship with Him, giving up nothing to the devil. And my lesson or this lesson today, God wants you and I to remain firm and He will give you and I everything we need to remain firm. And that's what I want to encourage somebody this morning. Is you may be looking at your situation or your circumstance and the devil wants you to believe you made the wrong choice. Or you're going the wrong way. Or it simply just didn't, it's not working out for you. You may be looking at your current condition of your life and the enemy is telling you this morning to give up. You may be facing a test and the enemy is trying to get you to believe that God doesn't care about you. I came to challenge somebody and to tell somebody this morning, remain firm. Don't give the enemy an inch. He has no authority besides what you and I give him. I need to say that one more time because I think we all should hear it. Even if you're watching today, we need to all hear it. He has no authority besides what you and I give him. We have authority over the enemy. And that's why I encourage and I challenge you all this morning and myself to remain firm. Stand still and watch the victory of the Lord in your life. Whether you're in a new relationship or started a new job or your car broke down or the bank account is in the negative or there's more bills than there's money or maybe you're feeling like giving up today. I've come to challenge somebody to remain firm. That's what standing means. That's what this passage is talking about is remain firm, keeping your position. Mmm. Maybe everything is good in your life this morning. Maybe the finances are good, the health is good, the family is doing all right, but the enemy is still messing with you. Anybody? Depression you thought was under control, but it's still plaguing you in your minds. Grief you thought was gone, but it is still haunting you today. Anxiety and fear you thought was under control, but it's still knocking at your door daily. I've come to tell you, remain firm. Stand your ground. Stand that position. Don't give it up. Not only do you have the right to remain firm, to stand, you can use the word God said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No matter what comes your way, if you'll just stand firm, God has got your back. God has got it all in control today. Mm. I'm trying to stay in my notes this morning. Uh, This is not a promise that a tax or won't come your way, or or that you won't receive a tax. Or that you won't be struck by a weapon or a test or suffering of any kind. However, like Job states in Job 5 and 7, Yet man is born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. God's promise is that it will not prosper. Oh, weapons are going to come against you. There's going to be some things come against you. There's going to be some circumstances that you'll face. But it's not going to prosper. It's not going to prevail. You know why? Because if you stand firm, stand in that position and say, I'm not moving no matter what comes my way. God has got it in control and that is not going to prosper and tear you down. Because you've got the whole armor of God on. You don't got just pieces, but you've got all of it and you're standing saying God has got it all. 1 Peter 5, 8-10 Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world, but the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. I always love it, I've said it before, how it talks in this passage. The first part of it's talking about how the devil, he roams around like a roaring lion. It doesn't say he is a roaring lion. He likes to make people think that's what he is. And I've said it before, and it may sound a little elementary, but really, he's just a little bitty old kitty cat. And he's just got a Meow. I, I, it's funny because then we allow that though sometimes to make it sound like a roar? Oh man, it's just roaring at me. When he's just a kitty cat and what you need to do is get the whole armor of God on, stand firm and say, not today, Satan. You can't have my family. You can't have my health. You can't have my job. You can't have my finances. Why? Because the the Bible says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I need to tell some folks today, Christians in the church, not our church, the church, Are going through the same kind of suffering you and I are going through, but God has called us to an to experience His grace and His mercy this morning. So after you've suffered a little while, the Bible says God will restore you, support you, and strengthen you. Then He's going to place you on a firm foundation. We just got to remain firm. He's taking care of the rest. But what he's telling us is, you just stand firm. You just put on that armor, you put it all on, and you stand firm. Because I've taken care of the, w- the rest. When circumstances come your way, when struggles come your way, when sickness comes your way, when the finances come your way, just know, if you're standing firm, I've taken care of the rest. because he's going before us. Oh, this might not be super deep lesson this morning for anybody, but I believe it's an absolutely great lesson that the church needs to hear this morning, that the church needs to be reminded this morning, because so many people give up when things get hard. And I believe some of us in the church are under the pressure that working for God should be all hearts and flowers. Oh, I wish it was that way. But I know that if I stand firm through it all, He's in control. And that's all I need. I just need God to be in control of it all. I don't want it. I don't want to take care of it. I don't want to be in control of it. Because I don't know about y'all. I've made thousands of mistakes. I still make thousands of more mistakes. And I would just mess it all up. And be even more miserable. But when I place it in his hands and say, Lord, I'm standing firm. I've got the whole armor on today. And I know he's taking care of it. Why does Paul use the comparison of a warrior fully armed and dressed for battle? The fact is that this... There are spiritual forces that don't want us to succeed in our service to the Lord. And victory comes from knowing that, that it's the Holy Ghost giving us strength and not giving up. So why? Why, why Paul is using a, a warrior? Because we need to learn how to remain firm when we're f- facing the enemy. The ancient Romans knew how to do this. It was the secret to their success of their army. Each of the Roman soldiers was taught how to defend a three-foot square of ground from an invading army. And because of that, there was no way to break through their lines. And I believe that we need to understand this morning that the only way to victory is to move forward in the Lord. Because backing up will not get you out of the battle. It will only make you have to fight that much harder to regain what you lost. So if the, if, if the Lord is telling us, hey, I've given you a three foot square to take care of. And all you need to do is just remain firm. Then that's what we need to do. Because if that's saying that my brother is doing the same thing and my sister is doing the same thing and they're remaining firm and they're three foot square of purpose, then the enemy is not breaking this line. Then the enemy is not coming through this line. Then the enemy is not getting a hold of my family. Then the enemy is not breaking up my marriage. Then the enemy is not taking advantage of me. Why? Because right now I'm remaining firm. And how I remain firm is saying, Lord, I've come to worship you, I've come to praise you, I've come to give you the glory, and I'm remaining firm with the whole armor of God on, hand in hand with my brother and sister. Huh. I'm not giving them an inch. I'm not backing up cuz I don't want to make it that much harder to keep regaining back what I've lost. No, no, no I'm going to keep pushing forwards with that with that 3 foot if we can just understand. God's got it all in control. Our job is to remain firm. Our job is to stand firm. The thing about this verse that gives me the most trouble, the very first passage that we read about, is when Paul says, When the day of evil comes. Not if, not there might come a time when problems come our way, but when. Paul is telling us that the day is coming, whether you're ready or not. The day is coming. So we need to be ready at all times. And if we ain't ready, we need to get ready right now and this morning. The word that Paul uses for stand means to stand firm and resist the enemy or situation that you and I are facing. And The word is used in James 4 and 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The word resist in this verse is the same word as stand that Paul used. So we need to stand firm and resist the devil. And he's telling us if we do this in submission to the Lord, the enemy will flee. It's the time frame between the resisting and the fleeing that gives us the most problem. Why would the devil ever flee from us? After all, we're not that strong compared to him. But we can go back and we can find an answer in Ephesians 6 and 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Saying, after you have done everything, after you fully accomplished your work, when you have done everything you were assigned to do by the Lord, then it's time for the Holy Ghost to take over. And one thing that I know is the devil is no match for the God that I serve. So if you've done what He's told you to do, and He told you to stand firm and resist the enemy, when you've done that part, when you've done your part, then Jesus Christ will do His part. And when you put the enemy up against Jesus Christ, there's no match. So you're right. You and I, we can't defeat the enemy on our own. But when we've done our part, and we stand firm, and we say, Lord, you've got this, we won't be defeated. We must be fully armed and prepared to remain firm in Christ. Then we will see the victory of God manifest in our life. Take your stand. Stand, but remain firm. It's easy to go with the flow. Remaining firm is hard. It takes diligence. It takes strength. And going with the flow, not making any waves, it's, it's like taking, you know, the easy way out. It's much less demanding. But remaining firm, it requires work. It requires hard work. It ain't easy and The songwriter tells us this. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is what? Seeking sand. Remaining firm. Remain firm. Stand firm. There's some mighty men in the Bible that I could cover. Mighty women in the Bible that I could cover that remained firm. David remained firm. Moses remained firm. These men, those ladies, they didn't, they didn't just go with the flow. Instead, they stood firm even when faced with overwhelming odds in their life. They were victorious, and this morning, I want to remind us that we must remain firm, that we must be steady. That's it. Just stand your position, just stand your ground. Don't give an inch. Don't give a little bit. Don't turn back, don't give up, don't give in, don't back down. Put on the whole armor of God. I hope, I hope I'm looking at some men and women this morning, some elders, some saints of God this morning. I hope those are watching this morning. I hope we've got our whole armor on this morning. Not just a breastplate, not just a shield, not just your spear, not just some shoes, but all of it. And standing firm. Because I don't know about y'all, but I've got some family that's counting on me. I've got some long lost loved ones that's counting on me to stand firm and to keep fighting. And if I back down now, and if I give up now, the ground that I gained from fighting before has been lost. And I want to stand firm today, next to my brothers and sisters this morning, next to each and every one of you this morning, for the purpose of Life Point Church that we stand in unity, guarding that three-foot space that we need to guard and stand firm and say, not today. Ha. Terrell's ours. Kaufman County's ours. And we're going to fight for it. Revival is ours, and we're going to fight for it. We're going to stand firm, and we're not going to give any grounds away that we've already gained. I choose to stand. I choose to remain. I don't want to go with the flow. I don't, want to make it, I don't want to find the easy way out or the easy route out or take the easy way. But I want to grow. And the way I grow is standing firm and trusting in His power, trusting in His might by putting on the whole armor of God. Recognize the enemy and then stand firm against it. Holding on to the promise. Anybody got any promises from God this morning? The enemy's after those promises. He's after it and he's wanting to take it. You and I can make the choice to give it away. Because he can't rightfully take it. You ever heard of the The world can't give it and the world can't take it. The joy that the Lord gave to me. The promises that God gave to me. The enemy can't take it because he never gave it to me in the first place. So some of us need to stand up, stand firm and be reminded that the blessings and the victories of God that were given to you by God can't be, taken from, can't be taken by the enemy. It can only be given to Him. And I'm telling y'all today, I'm not giving Him anything. I need that joy. I need that breakthrough, I need that healing, I need that victory, I need those blessings, I need those promises, I need the power of the Holy Ghost to fill my life. I can't afford a little bitty old kitty cat who thinks he's got the power of a lion because I serve the actual lion Bible says he's a lion of Judah. I serve a God who's more stronger, who's more powerful, who's more greater than anything that may come my way, any circumstance, any struggle, any battle. And all I' got to do is stand firm and remain firm. And we need to understand this morning, victory begins and ends with God and His power over the enemy. I know I've said it already. By ourselves, we can't do it. Because we're going to be defeated in our our own strength, and our own abilities. But with God for us, who can be against us? And with his armor on us, all things are possible. We can win our struggle this morning. We can win our circumstance this morning against an invisible enemy. When it would come in like a flood, the Lord raised up a standard against him, saying, "This is my child. This is my son, this is my daughter." And he's standing firm, and she's standing firm today. And there's a hand of protection that he gives us. Maybe you and I are really feeling the weight of the struggle today and this morning and just need the Lord to breathe new life into us right now. One thing we've got to understand is that if you and I have the power and the authority to remain firm then you and I are anointed to stand firm and call to it to get the victory that He's bestowed in our life. I want us to stand. I know I'm 31 minutes in. But i will come to challenge somebody this morning then the Holy Ghost. It may be all good and dandy today, Everything may be going your way. Your finances are great. Your marriage is great. The kids are great. Everything is good. But Paul was saying, there's coming a day. There's coming a time when a good day will go to a bad day. Just like that. When circumstances go from good to bad. When you could wake up And get the worst news you've ever gotten. But he challenges us. And I'm challenging us. If we'll stand firm. If we'll remain firm. With the whole armor of God. Then when those days come. When that time comes. When that circumstance comes. When those news come. Then he's got all control. He's got all power. And we can stand firm on his word that everything is gonna be all right. That he's gonna carry us through. That he's gonna push us through. When you stand on the word of God, when you stand firmly and remain firm on the word of God, God backs you up with more power with more authority, with more anointing, with more victory, with more opportunity, with more grace, with more conviction, with more success. But what we must do and what we must understand is that we've got to remain firm. I choose today to remain firm in His power, in His authority, walking in His His Holy Ghost authority, Knowing that he's going to work it out. Knowing that he's going to take me through. Knowing that he's got my back and he's got my front and he's got the sides. That when I would be surrounded by the enemy, he's there in the midst because I'm standing firm on his word. I'm standing firm on his promises. I think we ought to give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now. And just magnify and glorify him right now. Lord, I want to remain firm on your word, on your promises. I praise you and I glorify you today. I exalt you today, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Uh, I know it's 34, it's 1034 right now. And I finished a little early this morning, but that means that the, all, that, the, that the prayer room right here can be used a little early. So I challenge you this morning, get in the prayer room, stand firm on His Word, and watch what the Lord has in store for you and your family today at our 11 o'clock service. I love you. Jesus loves you. Let's have church today.